0: I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live and be smoke. Stop being gazelle. What's
1: going you know, on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined by the one and only, the honorable, the, the honorable. The, 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. like that? Yeah, I like that. The autumn. <laughs> that's new yeah, for this yeah, week, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, I like that. for this week. Do that next week, yeah, too. And, um, and Carl, the uh, Barbados sensation. I was going to say, I was excited to see where he was going to no, come in, with that. Incomparable. <laughs> yeah, the Barbados sensation. <laughs> You know, Carl uh, from the island, so, you know, we, we got to give him his just due. But anyway, man, welcome back to another edition. We appreciate you guys listening. Appreciate you, um, man, rocking with us. I think we on, like, week 14, 15, something like that, and um, 15. So we, we, we still doing it, man, and y'all giving yes, us great sir. feedback, great response. So we thank you guys for that. Let's jump right into the show, because uh, last week I started a new segment called Is It Me or... Right. and 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 we talked about some things and I have another one yeah, for give you it guys two. and you know this one this one is a little different but um is it me or is parenting in this day and age soft all right and let me talk it through right cuz as many of you know uh, my wife Candace is pregnant we got another baby on the way in June and um so I got a 2 year old you know and and my 2 year old son Trey he's uh wow he's uh, the joy of my life for sure but um he's getting to that age where, you know, it's like, do 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 you spank him? Do you put him in timeout? You know, the whole nine, right? And so I'm gonna be real. I grew up getting spanked. I'm just yeah, off the rip. Yeah. Like I didn't now, nah, it wasn't no abusive. Type but it was stuff. spanked I mean, nonetheless. Like but like when I right, when I was out of line, you know, Pops came through and he set the record straight. So then naturally, as a parent, you know, I have a certain, I think I turned out all right, you know, so I have a, a certain philosophy yeah. of how to Certain love for be women. <laughs> now, my wife and I were at a, a crossroads because she kind of wasn't feeling that, you know, the whole popping thing. And I said, hold on. I got popped. I came out all right. You know, he, he's going to be a man. I'm raising right. a man. Right. So this is how I got to do it. Now, the problem is. My mom and dad, you know, I fly them down here often so that they can spend time with Trey and, you know, my niece, Sydney and, you know, the whole nine. And my mom's down here last time, and Trey did something. And it was like, you know, I try not to pop him, right? Like, I I don't want to pop my son, but he might have done something a little dangerous. And so I popped him, and my mom was just, like, appalled. And she was like, you don't need to be hitting him. You don't need to be popping his butt. Like, what? I'm like, okay, mom, hold up. Now, I'm not mad at you. You got your opinion and all of that. One, this is my son. Okay, let's clear the record on that. And then two, where was this time out yeah. philosophy where? that you're trying to get me where? to employ when I where was young? Where was it? Because I don't remember nary a timeout, out, bruh. Like, I do not remember one time getting sent to timeout. And so then, so here's why I'm mad, though. And this is why I say it's in me or. Because now, and Carl, you have a son, so I'm going to let you jump in on this, uh, a young son. So the other day, I'm saying, okay, maybe I'm out of line, right? It's 2016. Let me try the new method. So I go to put my son in timeout. I put him in timeout, whatever. He just sits in the chair. First of all, he don't look like he no worse for the wear. He's chilling like, okay, cool. How long is this going to last? Right? Then the next day, he asked me for, um, this was Easter, so at the day after Easter. So we had done an Easter egg hunt and, you know, he had candy and everything. And so he came up to me, you know, when he got when I picked him up from daycare and he was like, um, I want some candy. And I was like, no, we got to eat dinner first. He was like, Daddy, I okay, he's a typical two-year-old. I want candy, 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 candy. And he, like, starts getting mad. And so I'm like, you're not having candy until after we eat dinner. This little dude going to look at me and say, that's enough, Daddy. Time out, Daddy. Mm, I said, mm, mm. okay, hold
0: up. I'm glad you ain't in prison right now. You ain't in prison.
1: My man tried to put me in time out, (laughs) bruh. I said, no, it don't work like that. So I'm 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 stuck. So maybe it's just me. So I know e what your philosophy was because I know I saw you, you know, uh, correct. No time out. You know, uh, 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 I saw you not spared a ride before. No time out. I'm just trying to figure out because biblically. It say, you know, don't spare the ride or you're going to spoil yeah. the child. So I'm just trying to figure out, is it me or is parenting in 2016 not now, working? Now, and my concern here's my thing is, though, see, I'm not trying to raise a soft yeah, generation. Yeah, here's my thing.
0: I'm, I'm struggling because I said this generation is soft. And now you telling me that maybe the parenting oh. is soft. <laughs> I put
1: it on the generation. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, I'm for real, man, and, and Carl, I guess you could speak to it, but, and, and like I said, you know, for anybody listening, I'm not talking about, yeah, abuse. I'm not using yeah. a belt, yeah. you know, I'm not talking about, you know, none of that, he's two, so if he does something out of line, and he knows what's mm-hmm. right from wrong now, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, he'll look at me, I'll say, no, 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 and he'll do it anyway, and I'll pop his little hand or whatever, and he don't like it, but, you know, it's not like I'm abusing them or leaving any marks or anything. But I wonder, even for the listeners and the people out there who have young children, because, you know, for real, it's it's a it's a contested debate. Some people say, oh, no, nah, you got to let them have it. And other people like, no, you just talk to them. I talked to one of my friends who said they have friends who, like, it's a new style of parenting where you don't correct them uh, at all. I was like, what? Uh, they were like, no, you just let them learn by... I was like, wait, you don't ever correct them? Like, you don't ever... You just... I think it's called... What well, my mom tried to tell me the term she said it's uh you try to divert I'm like divert <laughs> sound, I'm like like, movie. Yeah. sound like a move what is that? sound like a move trying to divert the attention <laughs> elsewhere I'm like, unbelievable, so it's a you know as an, as a Absolutely. young parent, yeah. you know you're just trying to find the ropes, man and, and I just wanted to know, is it me or for real is this is this getting out of hand now? I got to divert my man when he acting up. <laughs> So, Carl, hey. I don't know what you're doing with Jordan. No,
2: so, so for my wife and I, what, what the the hard thing is, and I'll, I'll just say this for parenting, the hard thing is consistency, because there's some days you are tired, and mm. I promise you that day you tired, you know what's you know what's about to happen. I don't care what my man do, he about to get something. But the key right. is, and both my wife and I are, we, we still working it out. My wife, her hands are fast. I'm talking about she don't take nothing. So I kind of pulled the other role where I'm kind of like more to talking, Mm -hmm. like, you know, kind of work it out. So we got that balance. But I promise you, some days we're both of us on one accord and you about to get it, you do something. But my rule of thumb is make sure that the punishment is equivalent to, you know, what the action was. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to spank my man because he spilled Mm. juice. You know what I'm saying? It just don't make sense. Right, right. No, no. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that they match up. So, and the reality is, I'm just saying, the world we live in now, like it's punishment for stuff when you do stuff wrong. I don't know if it, how it was before, but I'm just telling you what I'm seeing now. Some sometimes it's some real harsh punishments for you know doing little things. So you can't have them growing up. This is my opinion. You can't have them growing up thinking that it ain't no punishment. It, you know I'm free for all. Like oh, or I could just sit here for 10 minutes. Yeah, you could sit somewhere for a couple for for a while. You know what I'm saying? A couple years later, now you might sit somewhere for a long time on. That's not what we're trying to have. So my philosophy is, like you said, as long as that punishment, you know, is equal to the action, I'm I'm gonna balance you up. But like she said, I ain't trying to, like, you know, wear my man out or nothing like that. Right? Yeah, just make sure. Yeah, no, I
1: get it. And and I think for me. You know, one of the things that my dad did, and, you know, I guess I appreciate it, although it was traumatic Absolutely. at times. <laughs> like, my dad, one of his rules was he would never spank us while we were, while he was mad. You know, so, like, if me and my brothers were fighting in the living room and broke something, he'll be like, go upstairs. And he'll wait about 30 minutes because he like, if I get y'all right it's now, I might go to jail. You know what I'm saying? So he would make us go upstairs in the room. And I promise you, as many times as, you, as we caught that belt, and had to go up in the room. Every time you go up in the room, after about 25 minutes, you think, okay, maybe he forgot. Like, you know, maybe this is the one time pops going to let it ride. And he would always come up there, and I promise you, my pops would be like, do you know why you're getting a spanking? And you would, like, you had to be honest. you like, yep. he like, all right, cool, because I don't want to ever let it be shown that I just spanked my kids for no reason. You know exactly why you're about to get this built and we got spanked, and I'll be honest, I do feel like it corrected behavior. Like, for real, it was sometimes when I wanted to do something bad, where I had, you know, uh, 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 PTSD, and a little throwback to, you know, for real, th- that belt hurt, and so for me, you know, I feel like it worked, and so, just trying to find that parenting style, you know, for us, something that works for us now, the difference now is, you know, I got a baby girl on the way, and I'm sure, Yeah, no, I'm sure that's going to change the game up because Trey, I mean, he act just like me, look just like me. So to me, it's not like, you know, he's my son. So I have a different kind of fit. Like I know how to, you know, be a man, raise a man. But with my daughter, I'm already like, you know, scared because I know she's just going to run all over me because I don't know if I got the heart for it. But I will say this, man, you see some parents who, you know, go the whole not spanking route and then they kid turn 10, 11, and they kid telling them to shut up and all of that, and then they want to try to go back to the whooping, you can't start at 10. You know what I'm saying? That's Them the kids that call CPS on you. You know what I'm saying? They like, what in the world is going on? And they calling the police, because they ain't never been whooped. They like, hold on, what is this? And so for real, man, I'm trying to set a precedent early so I don't have to do it Absolutely. later.
0: You know, and I always say, see, if I didn't have to, um, you know, if my kids didn't have to go into the real world, I promise you, I probably would have done things a little differently, you know, so for me, it wasn't just about, you know, my home and my rules, you know, and raising you to be able to, you know, make the proper adjustments, you know, to our family, but for real, you're going into, you know, the world at large, you know, you're, you have to go to school, you have to deal with teachers, you have to deal with counselors, principals, you know, eventually, you know, you have to deal with a a supervisor, you've got other uh, police, Police, you know, staff members, like it's a lot. And so what I tried to do is prepare, you know, my children for the real world, you know, and I'm going to be real. I'm not a confrontational kind of guy at nature. Like I don't like punishing. So I really did not like to whip my children. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact, too, that my biological father wasn't in my life. You know and so there was a part of me that although I knew from my parents you know it's not about being cool with your kids like it's not about you know them being your friends I knew that but it was still tough see you know it was still tough and so what I had to do for myself was to put a couple principles you know in place so I wouldn't get caught up in my feelings and so there were certain things that was like yo this is non-negotiable if Jalen doesn't take school serious You know, if if he's in school and he's not behaving, you know, just like the kid that I, you know, uh, in the not funny video that I had to check that that was non-negotiable. You're not going to go to school, you know, and misbehave. You're not going to go to school and not give, you know, 120 percent. You know, uh, you're not going to be disrespectful to your mother, you know, to your grandparents, to, you know, um, the elders like you're not going to be a disrespectful person. So there were just some things like you're not gonna have a temper tantrum, like you're not going to uh, just disrespect my house, disrespect my rules. So, so like Carl said, you know, spilling juice, you know, uh, you're tired, you know, and sometimes you kind of act out. Like there were some things I was like, okay, maybe not this, but there were some things. See, I'm just gonna be honest. It was I can't let this slide, you know, because what this could turn into could be a, I mean, a disaster, not only for you. You know, but for, you know, the individuals that, you know, you have to deal with on a regular basis. So my thing was accountability. It wasn't spanking. It wasn't beating. It wasn't, you know, I'm mad at you. It was you have to be held accountable. Now, I don't want to get in trouble saying this, but there are some teams in Division one NCAA that that got knocked out early. There, There are multiple teams that got knocked out early. Let's just be real. See, there's some transfers on the way. You know what I'm saying? It's like, let's be real. It's some, it's, some t- it's some dudes getting transferred from some big programs. Why? They're being held accountable. See? Like, this is the scholarship we gave you. Uh, you. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, hey, you we like this is a this is a winning program. You know, there there is a, a standard that we have. There, there's some benchmarks that have been set. And, and, and we have to live up to that expectation. So when you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing and i don't know if they're not practicing you know i don't know if they're not listening to the coaches i mean i don't know what they're doing in off season during the season that uh, that is not allowing them to adjust but look see in the real world you get fired see in the real world you get a pink slip they send you home you know in the real world see when a team goes to the nba finals and they lose it's folks getting traded bro so with my with my son and my daughter I hold them accountable now. For all my listeners, hear me and hear me well. When I say hold you accountable, if you are bringing home A's, you're, you're, I'm holding you accountable, and you're getting rewarded for that. You know what I'm saying? You, if, 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 if you are behaving in school, you're getting rewarded for that. You know, my, my, my children, you know, have been blessed. You know, I won't talk about all the stuff that they have, but they have been blessed in terms of education, in terms of a stable home, in terms of seeing the world. You know in terms of having you know some of the amenities um, that i felt like they needed you know to go to school etc so my thing is i'm going to reward you but i'm going to hold you accountable in terms of discipline equally and i think that's what we do wrong see i think what we do is some of us we just punish 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 you know and some of us just reward 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 you know what i'm saying and some of us haven't been able to find that balance and I think we have to strike that balance. When you do well, I let you know. But when you do wrong, I can't act as if... Like, for real, I, you, you clowning in class. You, you know what I'm saying? You disrespecting your mom. I can't act like I didn't see that.
1: I remember one time Bug was clowning in class. Oh, so I went, went up, up to, to the, the school. school.
0: Yeah, and only because <laughs> that's where he was clowning, see? And so what I couldn't do is say, okay, I'm gonna let you come home and then I'll get you at home. No, because then you're kind of feeling like, all right, if I do something wrong, Then maybe nobody will know that I'm getting punished and I can just wait till I get home and get punished But if you get punished in class in your mind, you like whoa, like you said see whoa I better think about this and I must congratulate Mm -hmm. my son and say I went up to the school once and I dealt with him once at school, and I never had a problem with Jalen in terms of his behavior. Hey, so I'm going so to teacher say one to call thing. My
2: see, I, I like something he said. He, hmm. yeah, I'm going to go on limb and say, let's remove the word punishment. Absolutely. It's a reward. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's, a, it's, a, all a yeah, reward. it's all it's a reward. It's a good reward, a positive yeah. reward, or a yeah. negative reward. It's yeah. all rewards. You just choose which one hmm. you wanted to go I never thought of a
1: whooping as a reward, but I guess I see where you're going with it. You know what I'm saying? I never felt like reward is like a special treat, ice cream or something.
2: You know, what I'm saying <laughs> i never
1: looked at the whoop hey, as a hey, and, uh, uh, if you look
2: at if you look at your bank account, see, there's sometimes it's a minus number yeah, or go. sometimes it's, it's a plus absolute. number, but it's all still money. A bank account. It's still your yeah. account. No, it's and, and, and I, you know, obviously,
1: yeah. you know, we like to have a little fun with the segment. It, is it me or and um? But you know, as you're sitting here talking, e, I'm thinking about you know, let's move off of kids and talk about grown people. And and the reason I want to do this, and I, I told Carl before, I kind of wanted to do this so. Hopefully he's got it queued up, but I wanted to talk about, for real, even as adults, we don't, not necessarily punishment, but correction. Like, we don't like correction as an adult. Like, we don't like, you know, we always talk about iron sharpening iron, and one of the reasons that we feel like the company has been successful is because we've always been in a place to challenge each other and challenge ideas and challenge thoughts and, you know um you know really let each other know about ourselves like if you see something wrong you know we would have you know these moments where we could talk to each other e i think you said you got it from college where you'd have a lemon squeeze with some of your boys and y'all would sit in the room and just be like hey this is what you're doing wrong and so we'll, we'll talk about it but i want to play um a, a track uh is it off the mixtape i i get confused y'all my bad but but um in the track E, you know talks about you want to shine like a diamond but you don't mm. want to get cut like a diamond so let's play that audio mm. real quick and i ain't yeah, heard that in play a while real quick <laughs> and then we'll come back off of it and carl you got that ready
0: we're closing guys i want you to shine bright like a diamond <laughs> i said this on twitter the other day listen to me everybody wants to shine bright like a diamond but nobody want to get cut i'm gonna say it again i'm gonna say it slower for you a diamond don't start off like this. For those of you who know, a diamond starts off in a very humble beginnings It's cold. <laughs> a diamond in its original form, you might kick or pick up this, ah, skip water. Just, ah, I'm going to skip three. I can get three out of that one. Right? You're not going to see a diamond in its original form. Some of you, you will be at the next level, but not in this form you won't. You will make a million dollars in your lifetime. You will make 20 million, 30, whatever. You will have a company. You will make your dreams become a reality. But you won't do it in that version. You will have what you want, be what you want, do what you want. But you won't in that version. That person ain't going to get it. This is a diamond, but this ain't how it started. And if you think the person you are right now is going to get you to this level, you've lost your mind. But if you're willing to get cut, if you're willing to get constructive criticism, if you're willing to go through professional development, if you're willing to get an accountability partner, if you're willing to grow and learn more tomorrow than you knew today, then you can get to the next level. But this version is not going to take you to that level. And that's what I had to realize. You can't be getting up at six or seven o'clock in the morning and think you're going to be on his level. You're going to have to get up a little earlier. You cannot not read books. You can't watch every show that comes out, every football game, every basketball game. You cannot do it and be successful, son. But if you're willing to make some changes, you want to shine like a diamond. You got to get cut like a diamond. So when your boss or your peer, when they tell you something about yourself, you're not going to have up the defense mechanism. Matter of fact, you're going to be so smart that you're going to get with your peers and y'all going to start meeting weekly and start telling each other about each other. Like, I don't know if you know this about you, but you need to fix this. You need to fix this. And you're not going to (laughs) go. You're going to say thanks for the cut. If it applies, you're going to use it. If it don't, you're going to keep moving. You can't shine like a diamond if you're not willing to get cut like a diamond. And the version you are today is good, but it ain't great, and it definitely ain't phenomenal. But if you listen to everything they teach you and you're willing to make some adjustments, it is nothing you can't have. Better is a diamond with a flaw than a pebble without one. You want to be a diamond or a zirconium? What is that? Zirconium. Which one? Because everybody got them in their ears and they look just alike. But the diamond is so sweet. When you take a diamond and rough it up against glass or another stone, it can break it. The zirconium can't so we all look alike on the outside. But each time we go through pressure, each time we go through a year, each time we go through an experience, the real you is going to come out. So if you want to shine bright like a diamond, do me a favor, start embracing constructive criticism. Don't run from it. Embrace it and stop hanging with people who are so inferior that they would never tell you about they, yourself because they need you too much. That's what y'all, some of y'all hang out with people that they need you so much they couldn't tell you about yourself if they wanted to. That's who you hang out with. You don't like hanging out with people who write better than you, or who get more contracts than you. You don't like hanging out with people who are better than you because you feel inferior in actuality if you want to go to the next level. You got to start hanging with people who are on another level. Why? Because they will stretch you, and they will hold you accountable in ways you've never been held accountable before. And you'll be able to do what you've never done before. So stop hanging out with people who always want to tell you what you want to (laughs) hear. Stop hanging out with people that only tell you what you want to hear and start hanging out with people who are going to tell you the truth. It might hurt, Mm But she'll be a diamond in the long run. Let's go. I think we got shine, one more. So shine bright, bright like a like diamond. A diamond.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so, but no, I think that piece is so critical because even as adults, like for real, some of us don't like to get our feelings hurt. And E, I remember all the time you used to say, yo, I used to be mad at my wife, you know, because she was more of a Larry Brown yeah. type coach. Like yeah. she was, she wasn't the you know player coach yeah. if you will she wasn't the one rooting you you know you could go out and do 20 things and when you got home she'd be like hey you know that one thing yeah. you did wrong right there when you were speaking you probably should have said this instead of that she didn't say oh the people were moving they were crying they were she found the flaw yeah. in that but talk about how that helped you shape you to. and how it made you, you i have
0: to you please please indulge
1: us <laughs> Because a lot hey, hey, a lot of a lot of people out there want their husband or wife or, you know, friends to just be cheerleaders and cheerleaders yeah, and, I, and
0: I'll say this man, um, you know, looking back in retrospect, you know, uh, man, it, it, it was, you know, see, when you talk about reverse engineering, you know, and kind of being able to reflect and think about what 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 has happened to us, like what 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 are and, and again, we use the word secrets to success. But what, what, what have been, what are the characteristics? What are some of the, um, you know, some of the, the, the actions or the steps or some, some of the things that have happened to us that we can look at and say, ah, yep, yep, that, that is that's a direct correlation between that there and this. And I'm telling you, for me, my wife, you know, and it's so funny because actually I grew up like that with my mom, but I left home thinking, see, that I will never have to deal with this again. Because my mom was like that, you know what I'm saying. And I'm not saying my mom, you know, wasn't a person that rewarded us or encouraged us, but my mom was a little bit more of a parent who, you know, uh, brought your flaws out and made them known to you, you know. And so my wife, man, picked up. Oh man, where my mama left off. And um, Didi would tell me all the time. She's like, look, Eric, if you if you do ten things, and you do eight of them well, and you get you get people to talk about the eight. You know, that's a B, like you're never going to get to an A, like you're never going to be the best of the best if all you want to do is focus on what you're doing right, if you just want to get your ego stroke, if you just want to get affirmed. You know, Didi would tell me all the time, like, yo, you need people in your life who are not afraid to be truthful with you. And, and she challenged me, see on what kind of man, you know, what kind of man doesn't want to know when he needs to be corrected like if you're saying a word wrong Am I supposed to act like you didn't say like you didn't use the word out of context or you you didn't you, did, you didn't you did say the word Right like am I supposed to just act as if like nothing happened? Like if I really love you a part of my job is to not only help you to see the good in you But also to see the things that you need to work on but for years see it was tough And I said in the first book I think the secret to success as a Detroit Piston fan we had a nice run going on, but I'm telling you the, the the players. They hated Larry Brown because Larry Brown was about defense. He wasn't about offense, you know, and 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 he just had a, a way about the game the way the game should be played. And he did not listen to me. He did not um, compromise that. And so there were some players that was like, hey, man, we want my man out and they got their way. See? But they never went back to a finals again and not only did they have their way They had a coach that was considered to be you know, a player's coach like they love my man But they never and while they loved him They loved playing for him and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that But what I am saying is that they never made it back to the finals and they went to the finals twice Under Larry Brown the same dude that Iverson said practice. We talking about practice because that's what he was about. And so I look at my wife, man, and my wife is like, Look, there's a way the game has to be played. If you're going to be one of the best motivational speakers in the world, and even before I thought about being it, she's like, Why would you not be the best if you're going to do it? You know, but you need to, I remember she used to tell me, Do you have a 401k? Do, do you guys have, you know, uh, workman's comp, insurance? You know do you guys are you, are you are you gonna have an office do you have a website like long before we thought about those things that we have now see and i'm so grateful we have and i think it's so funny coming from her because she'll say all the time well see or one of them say something to you you'll listen but coming from me you'll take you'll get an attitude and i'm gonna be i'm gonna be honest, see, i did because i didn't see that being her role you know in the beginning of our marriage like i didn't see you know she wasn't my business partner if you will you know, so I, I just didn't feel I didn't feel like that was her space. That was her role. But who, who better than the person that lives with you? The person that has been with you since you've been 16 years old. Who knows you better? Who can who can? And I like what Carl said, because we're not dealing with punishment. Who can bring to light? Who can expose? Who can assist you better than the person that has been with you almost as long as well now? Longer than my hmm. mom.
1: Yeah, no, I agree a thousand percent, man, and as you're talking, I'm just thinking like, you know, there's people out there who, you know, really don't like that correction, so talk to us about, like, for real, how long did it take you to get to a point where you could appreciate that, because I'm sure there were times when you were like, yo, can you get off my back and just be my wife, like, you know, I don't even want to talk about this, like, how did you get to a point where you could accept that feedback and put it forward, you know, to good use? Oh, it
0: took a while, see, but I I will say this, feelings over principle. Have you ever met somebody, and, and, and I know Carl's going to laugh because you are that person. Principles,
2: <laughs> you mean principles over feelings.
0: Yeah, principles over feelings, yeah. Uh, I, you, you're that person, see, in terms of. He
1: was talking about his old you, self, oh, my bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs>
0: but, but I'm just saying, like, y- y- you know, you're with a person and you realize that while you might not like what they say, you may not like what they do, the results speak for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like the results speak for themselves. And after a while, only a fool doesn't like positive results, see? So I'm not gonna say I ever came to the point where I was like, I, I'm grateful for my wife, you know, uh, uh, bringing things to light. I'm not gonna say that. Like, I can't say right now that every time she said something to me that I'm still like, yay, come sit, speak to me, guru, take me to the beach. I, I can't lie and say that, see? What I can tell you is this, though. I have learned to value it, you know, and appreciate it because when Dee Dee tells us, all of us, you know, whatever she tells us and we apply it, it works, you know. So, yeah, I'm just going to be real. I'm not going to sit here and lie because I know there's some other husbands listening or maybe some wives that are listening. And I don't want you to think that, you know, ET, you know, is this perfect dude that's got it going on and he's just like in the heavens right now. I'm still on earth, you know, and so I still do have to, you know, pray in the morning, you know, uh, and I have to, you know, count to 10 backwards sometimes when I'm dealing with my wife. But at the end of the day, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Please listen to me because it's not feelings. At the end of the day, I know my wife got my back. And why do I know it? Because she's had it since I was 16. I know that the place is coming from. See, it's not malicious. See, I know the place is love. See, and I know at the end of the day, she is a stakeholder like for real like you know, you might not see Didi at like an event. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might not see her, you, you know what I'm saying, in our board meetings. You know, you might not see her when we TGIMs, whatever. But we know at the end of the day, and I don't know if any of our wives are doing what I just mentioned, um, but we know that they're stakeholders. See, we know that they're completely invested and they bought in. And when somebody's completely invested in you and have bought in completely, you have to only a fool would not consider the things they're saying and only a fool would not continually follow them when they have proven that everything they touch as it relates to uh, advice for us turns to gold. yeah
1: no question man and i think that's that piece is key and i want to make sure people catch that we're not talking about taking feedback from everybody right we all got those people who drop in your life Every six months and want to tell you about yourself like those those aren't the people but we're talking about stakeholders guys and that's why it's important to have a team around you. That's why it's important to have people who love you who care about your mission and your vision and your brand because people will be able to tell you the truth and those are the people that you should listen to man. Those are the people that will make you better for real and we have you know, a support system that's out of this world and we use that support system, right? We use those people to push us and help us go to that next level. So absolutely, man, I'm glad we were able to, um, discuss that. I want to keep moving on. We had something interesting happen this week and I want to share it with, uh, with the listeners. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, I, I think, you know, people from the feedback I've been getting, you know, enjoy hearing the behind the scenes stuff. And so, um, let me tell you guys what happened the other day. It was crazy. And maybe we'll release it at some point, but I'm, I'm, uh, working, you know, in my office the other day and I get a phone call and somebody's like, Hey, you know, uh, my name's Anthony. What's going on? Da, da, da. I got somebody who really wants to talk to Eric and I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. And he tells me who it is. And I'm like, wait a minute, man. Like you talking about for real? He's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, a little skeptical. You know what I mean? Like, this person is like a huge Hollywood star. And I was like, okay, is this real? Or like, is somebody really? And so he was like, nah, nah. He's like, we're shooting a movie right now. And, you know, we'll be done at two o'clock. I'll give you a call back. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know, it's one of those things where you're not 100% sure if it's like all the way accurate or, if you know, if somebody playing, you know, so I was just like, all right, cool. I didn't even say nothing. I'm like, all right, cool. Let me know. So... The dude um, ends up calling, you know, ends up hitting me like, "Yo, we gonna call you now?" I'm like, "All right, cool." So around maybe three o'clock, four o'clock, I'm downstairs and I'm on the uh, on my cell phone, and the office phone rings. So I'm looking for the office phone. I can't find it. It's ringing, ringing, ringing. It Probably rings like. You know, I miss it. So I'm like, whoever it is, I'm calling back. I thought it was you he or Carl, maybe. And so then it rang again. And I'm like, man, I can't find it. So I run to, you know, the base where, where the phone is. And I grabbed the phone off the base after like four times the calling back to back to back to back to back. Now I'm thinking it's something important, something, whatever. So I pick up the phone. I'm like, yo, hello. And uh, the other line says, yo, what's up? This is Mark Wahlberg. I was like, what? He was like, yo, this is Mark Wahlberg. I was like, and you know, I'm a fan. So I was like, I recognized this voice. I was like, yo, this really is Mark Wahlberg. And so I was like, Mark, what's up, man? And he was, I'm talking about mad cool. He was like, yo, what's going on, CJ? He was like, you talked to my boy earlier. You know, he told you I wanted to holler at E. He was like, can you get him on the phone? I was like, absolutely. And I was like, man, I appreciate you, man. Big fan. And he was like, what, man? I'm a big fan of what you guys are doing. And so I was like, "All right, cool. Well, um let me call E on three-way." And he was like, "No, no, no, no." He was like, "I want to FaceTime with him." So I was like, "All right, cool. You got a pin handy cuz I wasn't with E at the moment." So I'm like, "You can hit him on the FaceTime." So he was like, uh so he was like, "Yeah, I got a pin. I got a pin. Give me his number." So I gave him E's number or whatever, and I hung and I was he was I was like, "Yo, give me a minute cuz E's not going to answer a fa- random FaceTime if, you know, he doesn't know who it is calling." So I hung up you know, call E. I'm like, yo, Mark Wahlberg about to FaceTime you. Then my very next call was to Carl, and I was like, Carl, get the camera, run over to E's house. Um, uh, you know, I, I think I text him. I I it was like three words, go to Ease with the camera now. And Carl just sent me the thumbs up picture, like, I got it. He didn't know what it was, but he was like, I guess he was really on it. And so um, long story short, man, Mark Wahlberg ended up hitting E on the FaceTime. Uh, Carl got it, you know, captured on film or whatever, him and, you know, E having that conversation. But I thought it'd be cool to let you guys in on, you know, some of the stuff that's going on with us. Like, you know, I'll be honest, you know, it's not the celebrity thing, but it is, you know, it's cool when people, you know, who have a big platform, a huge platform and been established in the world. You know when they reach out and acknowledge you know some of the stuff we're doing and so um e, you can talk about what he actually said i wasn't there i, I did see the, the recording that i don't know we may or may not post i don't know you know i just wanted to make sure we had it it's a moment in the company it's not every day that you know an a-list hollywood star calls up and says he's a fan and definitely not calls my phone while i got a mouthful of my sandwich and you know, dudes are like, "Yo, this is Mark Wahlberg," but um, you can kind of talk about the conversation, man. And I know you said he was mad, cool, down to earth, and you know, looking to hook up and do some things. So, you know, just talk about, um, you know, what happened when you finally did get yeah, on face time. And I want to say
0: him. this to people because I think what C is saying is important. One, one of the things that we're trying to do is, for real, for real, you know, is to give you the blueprint. Like we really, I like what C said at the beginning of this year, uh, the whole reverse engineering thing. Like it, it's critical. You know, so what we don't want you to do in this podcast, you know, is just kind of listen to it and either be entertained, entertained, you know, or, you know, inspired. But we really do want you to be enlightened, you know. And so so please hear what we're saying, because as you're going through your journey, these are almost like mile markers. So don't so don't think for one minute, you know, Mark calls and, and our whole life is like, all right, we finished. We made it. You know, what I'm saying like that's it. See, pack it up. You know, all right, Carl, put the camera, sell the camera. We made it. But they are mild markers, you know, and for me, uh, one of the scriptures that, you know, from a teenager that I first read that, that I that I really fell in love with is find a man who's diligent at his work, you know, and he shall stand before kings and not mean men. So what happens when you're diligent, you're looking for that promise. Like, okay, I've been diligent. Where are the kings? You know what I'm saying? And, and the word king is not literal. You know like a king per se in this time frame it really just means people who are experts gurus people who are established you know in what they do you know and so here it is the scripture for me being revealed you know here's somebody who's still you know uh a a a list you know still doing movies and uh perhaps some movies even that you know for us see that have been um you know instrumental and inspiring you think about Four brothers. I know there's some other stuff. I haven't seen all of them, but man, yeah. the four brothers. Absolutely, my absolutely. And, and you know Detroit. Um,
1: yeah, no. He. I mean. He's yeah. Got a gang you know the Detroit. Them,
0: um, the Detroit preference. There, they of course shot parts of the movie. You know, in Detroit, and it had a Detroit base to it. You know, so for me, when he called, and please hear me, we were at the airport. We pulled up at the airport the other day, and I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to get you guys um some footage because i I think this is deep sea i'm gonna just some raw audio of both um and carl if you could do that for us but i I pull up in the airport and the guy was just like man ecstatic i got all your albums on my iphone bro every single album this is my Uh, fiance uh, i'm going through the institute (laughs) et if dude dude I gotta be. I'm like little Et man. All right, let me get your card or something. <laughs> everything I, I, I got is Et. Right. I want. I was praying for the day that I get to be that guy well, that meets you at the airport. Hey, your <laughs> prayers got answer. You and God got a hookup. And I be watching everything you do on Periscope, uh, man. I got a Periscope for you supposed to leave 20 minutes before we left, <laughs> and I couldn't find my. Uh, I left my phone in the house and locked myself out. Wow. So I had to get the key from somebody else in the house. Wow. so God bless you, bro. Wow, yeah, 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 God hey, bless hey, you. Thank you, yeah, man. Yeah, we'll I appreciate talk. me. All right, text me all your stuff. It was right, with his fiance ET oh, no. e. I you. to me that was just as meaningful as mark um call why because it's another mile marker he was like I'm a mini UE I want to be like you when I grow up whatever whatever you know so um, so it was powerful but what one two of the things he said that I thought um were, were phenomenal one you know he, he spoke about and I, and I don't I won't share it without you know mark you know giving me the green light on it uh, but one of the things he shared and I'll just give you the general piece. Was that E.T. I would support you if you had a leadership role, you know, in your local community. You're doing some things, you know, to try to better Detroit, better Flint.
1: No, that ain't what he said. Now don't don't play our people. Now, he's no, I ain't go, I ain't go hold him up. He, I mean, hey, he said it. He meant it. He said, I'm, he said, he was dead serious. Like, yo, I I don't get into that. But if you ran for president. I promise you, you got my full support. Whatever just keeps, you need, it
0: keeps growing. When we get uh, I don't know if Ace told you, but I said I literally said to Ace after hearing you speak,
1: I said, "Wow, if he was in the race, I would endorse him. Hmm. We'd have a good chance of knowing that America
0: was in good shape." Hey, let me tell you something. It's crazy. I just left Houston doing some work, and it was some uh, big-time, uh, big-time dudes financially. It's like, yo, E, if you run. We will support you if you run. So, I never thought about running, man. I'm, from, I'm a kid from Detroit, high school dropouts. So I never thought about running, but. Hey, I'm yeah. High dropouts, yeah. Man. You know, I would say let's,
2: let's stay local first. Yeah. Right? But anytime you can
0: make change and you, you have a
2: voice that people
0: want to hear mm. and listen to, mm. it's impressive, man. So, yeah. you know what?
1: We'll create a bigger and bigger
0: platform. Yeah, let's do it. Let's know? do it. we we'll do some stuff All right. Good. So, I, I'll get out to In Boston, way, man. Well, I, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm just saying. I just want to say, you know what he said in terms like I want to blow the whole part out I'll just talk about you know him saying hey you do the local thing and then from the local thing You take it to the next level and like I told Mark like I'm not Necessarily like that's not my thing, but when you hear people say, you know, like yo E, We see you as that leader now, you know your voice you know, and the message that we need that hope right now. We need somebody, you know, that can move, you know, uh, our young people specifically is what he talked about, you know. And so I was also excited because he has his own foundation, you yeah, know, and I he talked you about, you about the importance know, of youth. Like with me too, the most
1: effective thing that I've ever been able to
0: do with all the stuff and all the stuff that I do with my youth foundation and everything is just showing kids, me coming from nowhere, Yeah, yeah. graduating, yeah. I graduated at 42, Wow. I can do it yeah. with limited resources. Yeah. There isn't anything that they yeah. can't do. Yeah. But they gotta put the work in, and yeah. they gotta do it honestly, yeah. and they gotta they gotta work hard. Yeah, no doubt, man, the no doubt. Working hard for is is gonna give you sustainability. <laughs> that grind, baby, that grind. Yeah, that grind, you man. Go, you and know how he you was so nice. excited yeah, when that that he saw the video. Funny. You know, not funny, uh, and just you know our commitment as an organization, you know, to our our, our youth, man. And then finally. Um, you know, and I thought this was big. He just said, hey, e, you know, I, I'm, I'm You know, I just met you and so for the most part like, you know, I, I can only lend my support But if you guys want my support, I'd like to help take your plat it your platform I like to expand your platform, you know, and so for me see that was huge man Because we're not talking about, pe- you know, people call you and they just talking and we've also met people see who are not just talking but our our brands are not in alignment, if you will. Right, you know, as I right. was listening to Mark talk, and Mark was like, yo, E, I don't I don't know if you know my story, but like you, I've, I've had my challenges. High school dropout. Yeah, yeah, he said in it. Trouble with the law. Yep. He like, E, we we got and so when I heard Mark talk, I was like, yo, we got a lot in common, you know, and and so yeah, it was just a, a great conversation. But see, I'm saying that conversation I had at the airport. The multiple conversations I have at the airport, I had a TSA member come up to me and like, yo, man, I saw that not funny video, E. Man, thanks, bruh. Thanks for what you're doing, E. So, so I'm not saying, and I don't want you guys who are listening to be like, oh, if it's a superstar, then we geeked up. No, any mile marker. If you see a mile marker that says Chicago, 265 miles, Chicago, 96 miles, Chicago, 12 miles, like whatever the mile marker is. It should encourage you that you're headed in the right direction. So don't get it twisted. We're not, you know, like we said, Tyree Gibson called, you know, Reggie Bush, you know, it, it different people who have done things to take our brand to the next level. So we're not just a superstar, NFL. No, the the everyday people like myself, you know, all of those are important. So to, to me, see, that's what it was all about. Like, I'm so glad we didn't quit, see? I'm so glad when we were at Michigan State University and we were coming up against, you know, outside obstacles. Man, see, I'm so glad as a group we decided to stick with it. And those calls for me make it make me feel good about yo guys. We didn't quit, and look now, we are literally enjoying the fruits of our labor. Yeah, label. no
1: question, man. And and I think people, you know, do hear that, and I hope it encourages people. You know, I had a guy I was, um, I did an interview the other day or a or, or, uh, line. The guy had, a, uh, you know, some clients that, you know, he had on the line. The kid told me, well, hey, see, what do you do when you feel like you hit a glass ceiling? <laughs> hey, I asked him, how old are you? He said, I'm 24. Wow. <laughs> said, Whoa, 24? you hit a glass ceiling at 24? I don't there's even know if that's possible. <laughs> right? And so, for real, if you're out there and you're working on your dream and you're building your company, I don't care how old you are. Just keep working. The only way I can guarantee that you will lose is if you quit. If you never quit, I promise you, you will not lose. And for us, man, there were times when, for real, it this didn't always yeah. look like this, yeah. y'all. We I told yeah. you, our first check was from a vending machine at a yeah. middle school when they paid us with vending machine money. And now I'm on a random uh, 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 Monday afternoon, you know, Mark Wahlberger's calling my house. I promise y'all, we don't have, you know, we're not lucky You know, trust me, if we were lucky, we would have been here a long time ago. We had doubts, we had doubters, we had people you know, who never thought we'd make it to this level, but we're going after it, man. And, and, and whatever that dream is, man, if you stick true to who you are, and I think that's what's so deep about our company is we never changed our stripes. And understand, guys, this is the hardest thing to do is to make sure that you all understand that we are who we say we are, right? When you have, That's why I share these kind of moments with you guys. That's why I want E to share these moments and Carl to share these moments, because I want you to see that Yo, we just real people Like, yeah. yo, I'm Everyday geeked people. up when Mark Wahlberg called the house Just like yeah. anybody else Like, he's excited to get that call Like, we'll let you in on what's going on in our company And I appreciate all the patience and everything you guys do Because you understand that Yo, we're building this brand To this day, we still have not had anybody give us 50 cent towards this vision It is all built straight from the ground up You know what I mean? And so we appreciate the patience We appreciate you guys paying a little bit more for the book Why? Because we don't have some mega publishing companies And we're not in every Walmart Barnes and Noble in the world and so we have to pay all of our costs up front So we appreciate you guys paying a higher premium on the book We appreciate the tickets, you know that that go on sale in the community when we, we, we go in We appreciate you guys buying the tickets at a little higher price You know sticking with us so that we can continue to bring this thing on an organic level and trust me The reason that we're able to bring you guys like yo Trust me, had we just went with, oh, we're going to have somebody sponsor our whole hookup, somebody going to give us you know, $50 million and, and, and tell us what to do, we wouldn't be able to pick up and just give you guys this podcast. I might not be able to tell y'all Mark Wahlberg called. Like, there's all kind of restrictions that come with that. And so, for real, you guys have allowed us to keep this thing grassroots by supporting what we do, by jumping online, leaving reviews, by ordering books you know, by coming to the conference, by buying the t-shirts, that's the stuff that keeps this company going. And I'm telling you, whatever your dream and your vision is, if you build it out and feed the people, man, and give them a quality product, a great quality product that you stand by with integrity, the people will show love back. And man, and we are a living testament I'll to that. I'll take it he back
2: a sec, because, man, the, the, my favorite word, I got two favorite words, either believe or hope. And you kind of alluded to it, see, but Y'all could go back. I mean, we would sit and talk about moments like this when we expected people would call us, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, while, is, while we excited, you know, all this kind of stuff, like we always knew that this is the, honestly, this is why I love my job. It's no telling what's going to happen tomorrow. And that's the beauty of it. You know what I'm saying? You working at whatever corporate 500 company, you know that whoever coming to visit tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's scripted, you know, you go in, you do this, you do that. And it's going, you get this check at the end of the month. And, that's cool for some people, but I'm just saying the one thing that we've always had was just hope. At the end of each day, we don't know. We we excited about the fact that we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but we know that we're going to keep grinding, and if we keep grinding, we're going to get more of these calls. We're going to get more fans. We're going to get not fans. Sorry, we don't use that word. We're going to get more supporters. We're going to get you know all the stuff that's supposed to come when you work working hard because we are putting that effort in, man. So just just my my, my two cents is that hope. Keep hope alive. Yeah, no, and man. Carl,
1: and. Carl, yeah, Carl, and that's important, man. And I think people need to understand that for real. This is this is built by a team, and E is the main one who champions that. Like, yo, like when you building your team, don't put yourself above the team. Like, we, yo, we are a family. Like, we are grinding together every single day. And so when E gets a call from Mark yeah. Wahlberg, oh, got. I call. promise yeah. you, he, he didn't just Facetime yeah. Mark Wahlberg. He he Facetime me. Yeah. He Facetime yeah. Carl. He Facetime Lashana Tay. Maul Black. Like he literally FaceTimed every single person in our company when he did that because we operate as a unit. And I'm telling you, if you just got a couple people and y'all got enough grind and stick to it in this and you're willing not to get paid the big bucks right off the rip. You're willing to go back in the lab after it failed once, failed twice, failed three times and continue to push on that door, continue to try to build that dream. I promise you it will happen and you cannot be concerned with who gets the credit. Right. I don't care. The work, the entire world knows that E.T. is the man. He's the leader of our company and don't know m- people run might run past me and Carl like we don't even exist to, to get E to sign an autograph or take a picture or whatever. And but I love promise it, you every single time E signs a book, every single time he takes a picture, Carl and I are geeked right there. Matter of fact, I pulled it up while we're talking. But but and some people might think yo like y'all put blood sweat and tears into this thing. Just like E. like how could you not want credit for it. And I say I always tell him it's because the only person who matters that gives us the credit is E and all he does is give us the credit. And so E, I don't know if you remember but when we we're in San Diego. I had read that. Um,
0: yeah, I, it I read that the yeah, yeah, it was just one other day post. Yeah, I found just it. the other day yeah, on YouTube.
1: I, yeah, I found it. So my man said So so this is, guys, now mind you, I put everything into this company, my whole heart, my whole soul, my whole mind to support every single thing we do. And dude says um, on Instagram, I think, uh, I I guess uh, maybe somebody on the team posted, CJ and I are going to be in beast mode, the VIP session. There's one more VIP ticket left. Grab it while it's hot. Shop.etinspires.com and then somebody left a comment underneath, and I was the one who saw it, and I actually read it at our conference in San Diego, but the guy said, no offense, but I don't think I'd ever pay to hear CJ say anything. Eric Thomas is the one who's motivational in my life. What has CJ ever done? I don't rewatch CJ on TGIM every Monday. CJ didn't do Thank God I'm Married. CJ didn't do an album. I don't owe CJ a thing, and I will not be coming to see him speak. You know what I mean? And I was dying laughing because what he doesn't know, Carl, what he doesn't understand is, it was my whole design that you didn't know who it was. Like, that was intentional. So so instead of me being like, oh man, people don't think I'm deep. People don't think I helped build this company. Like, yo, that was exactly
0: what we set out (laughs) to do.
1: When we switched the brand from Break the Cycle, and I said, yo, bump that We going with Eric Thomas, ET, ET the Hip Hop Preacher, the whole nine, we put an E out front. That's exactly what I had in mind. So I can't even get mad because that was the design structure that we put in place because we understood that, yo, in order for us to go to the next level, the world needs to know that Eric Thomas is the best in the world. And we put everything we had besides that. But understand that we did not care who got the credit. It wasn't about the credit. It was about the teamwork and the hustle and the drive. And I'm talking to those of you out there who have a team. Like bump the credit. Figure out what work needs to be get to get done. Put the work in place and go after it, man. Don't worry about that other hey, stuff. and
2: I remember the exact words you said. See, I don't know if you remember, but you said break the cycle was cool. But we're gonna have to make Eric Thomas a household name. That was the exact phrase you said. It sounds like that's a household like that. name. And and, and, and it, hey, that in itself is so deep to me because how do you measure that? Like, there's no end to that. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, if you just right. think about that's the, that was our goal, still is. Okay, so we got some. Well,
1: well, I think I think you know, and more and more, I think we see it, man. I was at the grocery store yesterday. Me and Trey stopped at the grocery store, right? And so um, I had I can I will I must shirt on. And the lady was like, I can, I will, I must. I love that. And so I was like, oh, okay, for sure. You know, like, you know, I, you know, definitely thank you. I wasn't about to like, go to the website and get it. Like, that's not my thing. And so, um, you know, she was talking to me or whatever. And, you know, we just had a brief conversation. And I saw she had a, a, a young uh, son. He looked like he was maybe 10 or 11 years old. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's my son right there. Da, da, da. I was like, okay, cool. And I, I opened up the trunk of the truck, and I saw I still had some books back there, and I was like, hold on, let me grab one of these books and, you know, give it to her son, and so I came over there, and I'm like, you know, here you go, or whatever, and I gave little man the book, and I'm talking about he's geeked up, and I'm like, wow, like, my man's 10, 11, geeked up to get a motivational speaker book, come to find out he was, like, you know, speaker, and had won some you know, awards for speaking in the city of Atlanta and, you know, some other things. And you just see the the brand and the influence growing. Like I remember back in the day for real, all kids wanted to do was rap or, or, you know, play basketball or football or something like that. But now we got a whole generation of kids who are watching what we're doing and they want to be in that role. And I'm looking like, wow, like, yo, this is something that You know is huge for us like I never met one kid in my life back in the day who wanted to be a motivational speaker Like not one like none of my homies We were sitting around and everybody was like yo, you know what I want to do I want to inspire the world, but I think that the message now is reaching across so many platforms And I promise y'all man if you build what you know, you should build and you might not be you might not even be a speaker You might just have a product. That's a great product that you use whatever but we just want you to get the most out of your life and the most out of your business. And I'm, and that's why we do these podcasts. And that's why we do the videos and things like that, because we are trying to show you literally what the blueprint is. you got a lot of other people in this world who will make it to a certain level. And then they get quiet because they don't want company at the top. I promise you, we will every single trick of the trade, every single blueprint, every single somebody asked the other other week, what? camera car use absolutely will tell you what camera we use because that's why we did it to inspire you to be the best and inspire you to get to the top and so you know it's just a blessing man that people are taking note on that level and to have people like Mark Wahlberg, you know, who obviously, you know, is big time, you know, call us up and even say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm coming to shoot Transformers in the D. I want y'all to come out to the set. I'm in Boston right now filming a movie. Let me know if y'all can make it out this way. I love to have you, you guys come out to the set and sit down and break bread. It's just um, it's a good feeling, man, knowing that what you did and what, what, what you're doing and, and you set your heart to is uh coming to fruition every day.
0: No doubt. See? No doubt. So
1: with that being said, man, we're going to jump into um, America's favorite segment. Uh, It's called Ask ET, and, of course, it's brought to you by ETA Grind Gear, redefining the grind one day at a time. Listeners to this podcast can receive an extra 20% off at checkout by using the promo code SECRET2SUCCESS. Uh, Go check that out at etinspires.com. You guys know where to get it. Also, I just want to make mention that apparently – There's another author named Eric Thomas with a book called I Grind or something like that. That is not our book, guys. The Grind? Is it The Grind? Whatever it is, we do not have a book called Grind or The Grind or I Grind. grind. Um, And so, you know, I hope it's not somebody out there being shady and just, you know, maybe somebody named Eric Thomas really did have the idea to write a book called Grind and not put their picture on the front of the book and just have a generic picture but that is not our book, guys. We saw some people tweeting, Young Lady I Felt Bad was tweeting, saying, hey, I bought the book, and she had a picture of the book. And I was E.T., like, can you sign the I that's Grind book? Our... Yeah, that's not our book. And I think, you know, a couple people have come up to you at events and asked you to sign that book. That's not our book, I do guys. grind, so, though, see? Um, yeah, you definitely grind, but I'm not sure that you ever wrote a book called oh, I Grind. Sure. So. Um, you know it. You know whatever. I'm n- no salt to anybody. Hopefully it's not a shady operation. But that is not our book. All of our official products can be found at etinspires.com. So go check that out, guys, and get the twenty percent off. Uh, let's jump right into it. Um, Gerard in Milwaukee wants to know: Wow, if you could spend a day with one living celebrity and one dead celebrity, who would it be?
0: Wow, one living celebrity. Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mark just you know called, so you got to know. Uh, You know, I, I would probably Serena yeah, I say Serena and Venus, you know, uh, between the two of them, you know, they have probably over 40 wins. You know, and we're talking about majors now. We're not talking about doubles and some of the smaller, um, you know, and I'm not going to say they're not significant, but they're not the major, um, you know, trophies. I would love to sit down with them and probably even dad, you know, because I have children and, and just kind of, you know, um, just ask, like, how did you guys do it? I man, I don't think people understand what an accomplishment it is to have two children that have dominated in a sport, you know, um, and really made history, you know, so definitely the Williams, uh, Williams brother, and, and this may sound, you know, weird to some people, but I, I think I'd like to sit down, man, and talk to, I said this in a speech the other day, you know, Harriet Tubman, you know, because um, I think, see, I'm at a point in my life, a point in my career where I understand, you know, the thing about the mark uh, call, you know, is that I be- I understand now that we need coalition. See, I-, I-, I remember there was a time when we worked in isolation. You know, it was all about, you know, our vision, our goal, our mission. And we're starting to see that in order for us to get to where we really need to get to, we do have to. Uh, combine our efforts and resources with others see I mean, we, we're clear on that now. And so for me, I'd really like to see how Harriet Tubman was able to navigate through the South uh, where, you know, she was hated. Um, there was a bounty hunt on her, you know, but yet she was still able to co- I, and I don't know who, but she apparently had relationships with people in the South. That allowed her to still make moves in the South, and to be able to, um, you know, get people from um, the no- the South and bring them up north. And so, the Underground is not what people think. It doesn't mean that it's just, you know, like this massive tunnel through, you know, through the through, through the earth. See, uh, the Underground just means that um, that she had coalitions, uh, you know, with uh, and relationships and network with powerful people who were able to help her you know, make her dream become a reality. And that was, you know, given a, 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 you know, a certain people, you know, at that particular time, their freedom, you know, so I really like to sit down with her and just like, how did you do it? Like, you know, how, what, what, like, see, let's be real, no um, cell phones, no fax machines, you know, um, no mail system as we know it, no computers. How, how was she able to network? You know, how was she able to network with people um, from, you know, one state to the next state, you know, how was she able to convince a people who felt like, you know um, They were almost afraid For their freedom How was she able to get into the minds of those individuals and make them believe in things that they weren't even taught that? Like you think about you and I see we have a history of you know, our parents working and, and, and you know and, and a certain amount of freedom going to school etc. She was the first one actually you know, to help people to understand the significance of freedom and making their dreams become a reality. So I, I would really like to sit down with her and just like, how did you with little to no resources? And that's why I'm saying Harriet Tubman. seeing it may seem weird to some people. But see, we, we've never really had those type of resources like we've never had the big bank account. You know, we've never really had, um, you know, the 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 corporations, you know, sponsoring and supporting our work. And so I really would like to see how did she pull such a feat off and not once see not once But she was able to do it consistently and then finally I just want to know what moved her when she got her freedom What moved her to risk her own freedom to help others, you know Make their dreams become a reality because I think that's the heart of who we are and what we do see I, I, I think what drives us is that now that we are You know experiencing some of the things that we dreamed about it seems that we're in the schools more than we've ever been before you know it seems that we're doing more tgims and now we got this podcast and now you know we're doing i mean with twitter facebook you know now we're snapchat like it just seems like see the 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 greater uh our influence and 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 the greater you know our uh you know financial resources are that we're we're giving back more than we've ever given. So I just like to sit down and just really uh, tap into her thought process and see, you know, how she made that happen. Yeah, no doubt, man.
1: Great answer. Um, Let's see. Uh, Helen in Boston wants to know, uh, what three animals in the animal kingdom
0: uh, do you most resemble and why? I'd say first and foremost, a hyena, you know, because a hyena... Um, did not get the memo that the lion is the king of the jungle, you know, and that the lion is the only one, you know uh, Who can thrive? And so I say a hyena because I didn't start with you know, the, you got to be honest when we talk about lions lions kind of start You know uh, with the history, you know uh, lions are they, they are feared they're revered you know when you look at a hyena they they um, they they're not messing around in the Serengeti You know, and so I I see myself as a hyena, somebody that's scrappy, you know, that's somebody that, you know, you know, small in nature, you know, um, not, you know, somebody, nobody would look at me and just, you know, automatically look at me and say, yep, this kid is the most likely to succeed, you know, but again, see phenomenal will, man, phenomenal will, you know, um, I, I, I think represents me, I think. I would say a lion because I believe we've gotten to a place, you know, where we're no longer a hyena. You know, I think we have made our mark, you know, in, the, in, in, in this industry and let people know that not only are we here, but we're here to stay. You know, we're going to be around for a while. Um, and then I know this is not, you know, an animal. They'd have to forgive me. You know, I have to answer it uh, in the way I see best, but also I see myself, you know, and us see as ants you know, who have no ruler, you know what I'm saying? Like ants are not like, you know, they got the queen bee, you know what I'm saying? They got this great um, hierarchy, you know, and, and all of these systems in place. You know, the ant is like, yo, work needs to get done. Let's get it done. There's no big you, little me. There's no today, you the leader, I'm the leader. Tomorrow. No, it's, hey, it's a work to get done. And if you study those jokers, they can they can lift up to, I think maybe like 10 times, ten. 10,000 times something like that um, their they're, they're body weight you know so they, they're scrappy too and they, they, they get in the work see but they don't need to be pushed see they don't need to be prodded they know what needs to be done and they get up and do it and I challenge those of you who are listening to go study the ant kingdom you will see that man you will see that they have highways that they built underground some pretty complex systems that they have, um, that they, they created and they operate in. So yeah, th- those would be the three C that I think I most resemble, at least for this show.
1: No doubt, Ryan in Long Beach wants to know, ET, when is the last time you felt unsure of yourself and what did you do to get over it?
0: PhD, and I kept going, I kept writing. <laughs> I kept asking questions, I kept getting help. I kept looking at my goal. I kept um, speaking out what I was gonna do so people could hold me accountable. So. Yeah, last year this time, buddy. <laughs> last year this time. No doubt. And that's it for um,
1: Ask E.T. Thank y'all. Of course, uh, as my wife always reminds me to remind y'all.
0: Well, can I say this, though? See, like, I'm a little hurt. You know, I get this to the podcast and all, but I'm a little hurt. You know, you ain't give us no pub. We just set a record, bro. You ain't give us no pub for the record we just set. What record do we set? Well, so we used, last year, we was barely getting... 30 40 people to the VIP now we getting I don't know 80 90 people and It sold out in about four or five days and so we had to do for the very first time ever we had to do two VIP sessions. Yeah, so. very
1: first time ever because we like to keep the VIP sessions yeah, small intimate. enough to, yeah. you know, still have an intimate conversation. Those VIPs are crazy, man. Like the, the questions and the interactions, it's just a blast, man. I, I honestly look forward to it. But, of course, April 10th, we're in Maryland. Um, it, tickets are on sale right now. So, you got a couple weeks before, or I guess not even a couple weeks Um, a couple weeks before we're there, close to it. And uh, we would love to see you guys come out April 10th in Maryland. The the address and all of that is on the website. You can find out where to get tickets for the VIP session, the general session, uh, the whole nine. And also, I guess that leads me into something else we're excited about. And, um, you know, before we get to ET's nugget of the day, um, I'll tell you guys about BreatheUniversity.com. We're actually hosting our very first brunch for all bu members so listen to me all BU, bu members that are out there are coming to you know that are able to make it to the dmv area we're hosting a brunch um the day of the conference is going to be crazy i think it's at like 10 30 o'clock in the morning uh, we're just going to get there, man, and do an awesome get-together, get a chance to meet one another, hang out. We've met a ton of our Breathe U- University family members. This is not just for the high-level people. This is for every single Everybody. person. So there are people who are paying 19.99 a month who are going to be in the building, in the place. And so listen, guys, if you're listening to this podcast, you enjoy what we're doing, Breathe University is just, even on a whole nother level, You know, the interaction is crazy, the accountability, the workout challenges we have going, the the Facebook groups, the accountability groups for our marriage and, you know, parenting. Like, it's just off the chain. It's it's crazy right now. And um, if you guys are at all thinking about, you know, joining Breathe University, please go to breatheuniversity.com. Hook up with us on a regular basis, man. We got some sweet new shirts we got for the squad. We're going to be, and you'll see the video. I'm going to make sure we put the video up on YouTube of us with the Breathe University family. It'll be a first time meeting a lot of them. It'll be, you know, um, just a great time, man, and and great food and great people. So, BreatheUniversity.com, guys. Go check it out. Now, E, if you could leave us with the nugget of the day, sponsored by... uh, Hold on. Let me get my sponsor in there. Get it in. Get it in. You know what I'm saying? The, The Breathe University... Uh, we'll be sponsoring this this ET's nugget of the day. So go check hey, so it I out. can't
2: I can't let him cheat us see because I walked in the house this morning and on the table is a blue cap with a yellow mm. and blue tassel and mm. I know I know he gotta say something about that.
0: Oh man, I was gonna wait. I was gonna no, wait. You too can't May cheat us or with that. June. No, this is too big. You can't
2: cheat us like that. Um, mm.
0: Yeah, man, I got a picture yesterday. My youngest, and I know you know one thing that CJ and Carl and I all share is we have a son first and a daughter second. Yeah, I don't know crazy, how that worked right? out, but all three of us share that in common. Um, but yeah, man, I, I know you guys hear me talk a lot about Jalen. You know, that was my firstborn. Uh, but yeah, man, my baby girl sent me a boom, picture boom. with your yeah, boom boom, sent me a picture with the and she had the cap and the gown on in the crib, man. So I am super, super. Hey, duper.
1: real and real quick, we, we heard another story. About a, an emergency prom dress situation. Oh, so so yeah. that's
0: see that's why I'm geeky because the the this gown didn't cost right, nearly right, right. as much as the other gowns <laughs> cost. Right, now right. watch this. My daughter goes to they my, you know they go to you know the community school and uh, high school and uh, public high school and see why did they have an Oscar night and they had so I had to buy this girl mm. three dresses. You know what I told her? Keep you the gonna tag take on. all three of those dresses. And you're gonna turn those into your wedding dress, and you're gonna take the <laughs> material from them, and you're gonna dye that joker white, okay? I'm not spending another dime on a dress for you, you know? So, uh, and C's right, man, you know, and, and man, I, I promise you, man, what is it? Murphy's Law? Is that who law it is? I guess whatever could go wrong is gonna go wrong. At the worst time. At the worst time. Why did Jada see, you know how long it took? see you know we were in houston looking for a dress chicago looking for dress like this girl so spoiled she like dad i want to go to a city where you know when you go when you travel i want to go with you because i want to get a dress that nobody has i'm like well somebody gonna have it she like not in my school See, why did we do all of that? We came back home. Why did we find a dress in Detroit? Well, for those of you from Detroit, Oak Park, but you know, it's a suburb of Detroit. Why do we find a dress mm. right there see
1: all so, around the world? And now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't
0: <laughs> find no gal. you know. So crazy thing is, see, we we got the dress. They didn't have her size. You know, they never had your size. I think they had like a size one or two. I'm like, uh, well, that's not. We, that's not going to work. Uh, and so they ordered it. Why did they order it, see, and call us and say they ran out of that size? They don't mm, have that size. Average. Oh, you t- average, see, average. You're talking about my wife, cardiac, car- what is it, cardiac arrest? I'm all oh, see, I'm like, I got to calm my wife down. She on the phone going off. You know, this is my daughter's prom. You guys are whatever. We got a couple weeks left. and uh, But anyway, long story short, we went back. We found the dress. Of course, it was two hundred dollars more than the original dress. But after my wife laid it on them, we got it for the same price. So I'm so excited that the cap and gown she sent me last night, I think was absolutely free. I did not have to pay for another one. We have another we have another child graduating from high school. I'm coming for my mom. My sister's graduated, you know, so we're keeping that legacy alive. Um, Jada is you know making her decision on college you know as we speak and so man I am just super duper proud of her super duper excited and um yeah man yes yeah no that's big man you get your get, money I'm, right I wondering if you, you and and Carl gonna get gonna have your money empty right empty
1: nest syndrome huh y- I oh, wonder you and Didi going to have empty nest syndrome please
0: I left home at 16 see <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm maybe good. Didi then. Did. Didi, Didi, did. yeah, Didi, Didi
1: might. Didi might. Yeah, Didi going to be tired of hearing about ETA exclusively at the did house. She's going to need some, uh, some other outside conversations. So absolutely, man, fun times. Congratulations to you, Didi. Jada. Um, you know, Jada, I mean, she's just amazing, man. We love Jada. She's, you know, a joy, man. So um, congrats to her. Now leave us with that nugget of the day so we can get out of here and get some work done man
0: for real y'all please hear me hear me do not allow the challenges of this world the stresses of this world to drown out your why all right I'm gonna say it again and I'm not gonna get all loud and excited because I need you to hear me do not let the stressors do not let the challenges the trials the tribulations, do not let them suffocate your why Right, Because as soon as they drown out your why you dead like that's it Do you realize that it's your why that makes you get up and grind? It's your why so don't don't rob your family Don't rob you know those people who are special to you those people you adore those people that you're doing this for like you can, Can I be real if you quit and give up? What are you teaching your kids like what are you teaching them to do? What are you teaching your spouse to do like what are you teaching the people That you look up that look up to you and love you. What are you teaching them when you bail out right man? And and again, I'm not trying to be disrespectful because I know a lot of people go through a lot of stuff But man, I'm telling you I I look at people who give up who quit. I'm like the audacity of you What that's so weak-minded the audacity of you ET. Are you minimizing my struggles? No But what I am saying is that you got people counting on you. How dare you be so selfish? That you just put the focus on you and, you know, people who, you know, decide to harm themselves or, you know, people that just walk away from stuff and just give up and give it like what are the people who will on you? What are they going to do? How are they going to eat? How are they going to dream? How are they going to believe? Where are they going to get their hope from? How are they going to survive? So do me a favor. I know it's hard. You're not telling me nothing new. You're not telling me nothing that I've never experienced. I've gone through pain. You think you've gone through pain? I've gone through pain. You think you've experienced hurt? I've been hurt. You think that you you know what abandonment is and you're the only one to know? I've been abandoned, right? But it does not give you an excuse to quit. It does not give you an excuse to give up. It does not give you an excuse to surrender. So if you don't love you enough, to stay focused and drown out the noise. Remember your why, and remember the people you're doing it for. And I guarantee you, that will give you the energy, the power, the strength, the resiliency to get back up, the grit to keep going, so that you can look in their faces and see those smiles and see them make the rest of their lives the best of their lives.
1: That's it, man. Appreciate that, E. Hey, y'all go to iTunes, man. Leave us
0: a review. If you like what we're doing, we'll talk to you next week. Everybody has a dream, but not everybody got to grind. You are where you are because of how you think. And if you were to change your thinking, you would change your world. Monday, I grind. Tuesday, I grind.